Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Pink Bike Podcast. This one is episode 69, and to be honest with you guys, I had some big plans for this one. This one was going to be the UFO episode, and I was going to have interviews with some people that I'm dying to talk to. It was definitely going to be way off topic, but it's our show, and something tells me the next 6,000 podcasts are going to be about mountain bikes, so who cares? But if there's one thing I'm really good at, it's procrastinating. So here we are doing another mountain bike podcast instead of talking about aliens, Casimir. I'm sorry, everybody. We are going to do that UFO podcast at some point, I promise. So stay tuned for that. And if you've seen some weird shit in the sky, tell me about it in the comments. Mike Casimir is here. Kaz, speaking of weird shit, I'm excited for today's podcast. We're going to be talking about some of the weird very strange bikes we've owned over the years. And in hindsight, some of them are pretty questionable. I'm not sure what we were thinking back then, Kaz. Yeah, for sure. And I think, especially you, you've got some very special specimens we can dig into. And it's gonna be a good one. I can make a lot of fun of you. So <laughs> I feel like, Kaz, you're gonna be super mean about this, about me and my old bike. So I brought Sarah Moore here. Sarah is gonna bring the positive vibes. She's also gonna judge these things. But before we get to that, Sarah, what's the scariest bike you've ever owned? I did buy a BMX bike at one point, and that just like going back and forth between the little wheels and big wheels <laughs> is really scary and I think slightly dangerous if you're not used to it. You know why, right? It's because you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are children's bikes almost. <laughs> yeah, I should have bought it when I was like eight, but I bought it when I was, you know, 25. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the BMXers out there, all the people that ride BMX bikes, because that is all the skill is required, eh, Kaz? It's very hard. Yeah, I tried to have one for a couple of years and I'm not good on the BMX. Yeah, not so much. All right, Sarah is going to read the news for us today. But before we get to that, remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that upcoming UFO episode and give us a 10 out of 10 rating so it looks like I'm doing a good job. Sarah? What's going on with mountain bike news? Well, it seems like every week we've got a couple new bikes, so this week's no different. We've got the new Cannondale Jekyll. So it's kind of always been a bike that stands out from the enduro crowd, and this new iteration is no different. It takes some design cues from that two-shock downhill bike we saw Cannondale testing a couple of years ago. But this is a high pivot with a shock house and a split down tube called the Gravity Cavity. Just one <laughs> second. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> Gravity Cavity. And I like Kaz wrote in his, in his article. It's, you know, what's better, three-letter acronyms or rhyming? I don't know. They're both pretty, pretty Rhyming. Because awesome. they're kind yeah. of making fun of it, I feel like, too, you know? Yeah, it's hard to say. I, I kind of grew on me over a while, but yeah. So geometry-wise, this is probably what you call contemporary rather than boundary pushing. But for a bike that has racing ambitions, that might not be such a bad thing. Kaz, how did you get along with this one? I got along well. I've actually had this bike for, I think, going on three months now. So it's probably been the bike I've ridden the most for this uh, this springtime. So um, they did a good job with it. Like the old Jekyll, let's see, two generations ago, the Jekyll was kind of more on the fun, playful bike. that had super short chainstays and kind of a goof-off bike. And then they made it have bigger wheels and longer chain stays. And that one is kind of like a, a neutral bike. And this one, definitely more of a, a race oriented bike or just for smashing things. Um, I think they did a good job making it stand out, but it's also not a crazy bike to ride. Like it, it rides well, it's solid. Um, a few little quirks, but it wouldn't be a Cannondale without them. Kaz, you've been riding this thing for a while and we've been chatting about it every now and then for the last couple of weeks. And you've mentioned that it's fast as hell. Uh, what 
do you think helps with that? What do you think makes it quick, easy to ride fast, I should say? Yeah, I mean, I think they've got the, I mean, the high pivot helps to some extent. It's not a crazy rearward axle path. Like it's more rearward than your typical horse link bike would be. Um, but I think that helps. I mean, maybe that low shock placement, lower center gravity could help too. But um, yeah, definitely. It's one of those bikes.